like these are to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's Super Bowl week, which means content wall to wall, everything to talk about in this week because the 49ers are taking on the Kansas City Chiefs in a remarkable matchup, a rematch of Super Bowl 54, and it's going to be an absolute blast. And this episode is the tale of the tape. We're going to get into the numbers, talk about how these teams win, and look at their stats and see exactly the avenues that these teams have been very successful in this season and the avenues they haven't. Uh, from just normal stats you're, that you would see uh, throughout the year where these teams are ranked all the way through DVOA. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I always look forward to these episodes because it kind of kickstarts the week on what we're going to have 49ers versus Chiefs because there's a lot of really cool matchups that are involved. And part of the way you find out what those matchups are going to be, strengths versus weaknesses, is to look how these teams operate. And I think it gives us a clear picture on who these teams have been through the season. I've taken all the stats from the regular season and combined them with the playoffs. So you're going to get the up to the second uh, stats on how these teams are performing. And that's exactly where you get that picture. And I know I said that a lot right now, but getting that clear picture, it, it helps you fi figure out exactly when and where these teams are going to operate and have success. And maybe you have one team that's really good running the football and the other team that's not so good stopping it. Or you have one team that's really good through the air and one team that's not so good stopping it. And you could find those characteristics. And then when you find the matchups player versus player, they really stand out on who's going to be the, the players that are going to make the play. So in this episode, that's what we're getting into. I hope you guys will sit back, enjoy, and please like and subscribe to the channel if you uh, haven't already on the push for 5k and we're within single digits now so uh it's getting close five six left uh for subscribers and you can help me reach that goal that i set on getting there before the super bowl the crazy thing is i set that goal a long time ago and now it's coming to fruition because of all the great support that i get from you and if you're listening on audio platform 49ers cutback on believe please give it a five-star rating daily content so if you like listening to podcasts it's always available on uh, your Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. And if you're going to bet on the game, why not choose our partner, Bet Online? It's playoff time, and the usual suspects are heading to Vegas for the championship. And our partner, Bet Online, is your number one source for football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of bets on everything from the coin toss to the color of the Gatorade, Bet Online is the number one source for your championship wagering. Head to Bet Online and join today to get into all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. And the game is going to start with these two uh, in a variety of reasons. But I always like to take a, a quick overview and just start with the record. And you can see both of these teams won 14 games during the season. Uh, that's including playoffs. The Kansas City Chiefs had three playoff games. They had to win a wild card round at home. Got it done. They had to travel to Buffalo and beat the Bills. They got it done. That's tough. And then they had to go into Baltimore and beat uh, the Baltimore Ravens, who were playing some of the best football in the NFL before the regular season ended. And they went ahead and took care of them, 17-10. So the Chiefs got three wins during the playoffs. 49ers got two. 
But both of these teams are well accomplished. They're definitely deserving of this right to be in the Super Bowl. And they've went about it different ways. Yeah, the 49ers have been at home, and they fought for that home field advantage. And that's something Patrick Mahomes had done every single year until now. And so you look at these records, and you got two teams that have played a top-level uh, season. So here we are. Somebody's going to end with 15 wins, and somebody's going to end with an extra loss. And the team that has 15 wins, they had a successful season, and that's how they'll always be remembered as a team that won the Super Bowl. When you look at the overall DVOA, uh, you could see the 49ers finish second in the league this year in overall DVOA. So the second-best team, the Chiefs are five. So uh, it wasn't like the Chiefs had a bad season. They're still top five in DVOA, which means they're doing a very good job of having success in what they do. And it's always important when you look at these stats to remember how important uh, just playing really good football and consistent football actually is. And when you look at the Chiefs, that's what they've done this season. The Chiefs have been very consistent with the way that they've played this year. And yes, the numbers haven't always looked the way that you want. You want their numbers to consistently uh, be a little bit better, but uh, they're still one of the better teams. And what DVOA is, just for anyone that's wondering, uh, in case you've never heard of DVOA or it's not something that you normally uh, hear, uh, DVOA or Defense Adjusted Value Over Average DVOA breaks down the entire season play-by-play, comparing success on each play to the league average based on a number of variables, including down, distance, location on field, current score cap, quarter, and opponent quality. So it takes into a lot more factors than just the stats. Uh, Time of the game, uh, situation that you're in, when are you going to perform at your very best? And they take all that in, and then they average it out, and you see exactly what each team in the league does. And when it came down to it, these two teams were two of the best in the NFL uh, or some of the best in the NFL with the Chiefs finishing, of course, in the top five. 49ers, second overall. Only Baltimore was better than the 49ers. So Chiefs theoretically could be going against you know, the top two in DVOA and dispatching them. We'll see if they can end up beating the 49ers in the Super Bowl. We look at points per game. The 49ers are averaging 28.8 points per game. That's including the playoffs. They had to score a lot of points uh, to beat the Detroit Lions, but they were able to get 34, and that was enough. 27 unanswered points in that second half. Tremendous offensive explosion. And you look over at the Chiefs. The Chiefs, when the 49ers and Chiefs met up, and I have a video about that, uh, you can go back and watch that if you just want to see the differences between 2019 and 2023. But they averaged 28 points a game that season. This time, they're not as good. They average six less points, even though during the playoffs, their point production has went up and raised their value. They were averaging 21 points in the regular season. So just to see that number go up in the three games that they've played shows that their offense has been playing at a higher level once we got into the playoffs. That should be no surprise to anyone. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, they know what they're supposed to do on the field. And Andy Reid is still one heck of a ball coach. So I think that you see the numbers going up, and it makes a lot of sense. Their defense is so good. If they score 22 points in a game, most of the times that means a victory for the Kansas City Chiefs. So both these teams can score. 49ers have been one of the top teams all year, getting the ball in the end zone and scoring points. There was a stretch there during the season where Jake Moody barely kicked any field goals, uh, but he was 65 of 66 when it came to extra points. Pretty darn good. 49ers scoring a lot of touchdowns. That's ultimately what you have to do to beat Patrick Mahomes. Score touchdowns, you have a good chance to win. If you don't score touchdowns, 
Uh, that's when he can catch up to you. Just same way it happened in 2019. You just got to make sure you put it in the end zone. The 49ers should be able to do that, right? Chiefs uh, defense pretty good. Let's look at yards per game. Uh, San Francisco 49ers near 400 yards per game. That number has somewhat dropped during the playoffs, but they were right around 400, and we know that's the gold standard. That's the mark you want to get to. You want to make sure you have about 250 yards passing, 150 yards on the ground. That's when you're a really dynamic offense and a well-balanced offense is tough to stop. 49ers are near that number in a couple of categories. So uh, 49ers had a very balanced and very good season on offense. Look over at the Chiefs. Their numbers are down a little bit. Back in 2019, it was well over 380 yards per game. Very spectacular offense that they had with Tyreek Hill. Uh, so they've kind of come back to earth. Uh, they still have the dangerous weapons that you need to have, whether that's Kelsey or also Rasheed Rice, who has come on the scene and been absolutely fantastic for this Chiefs team. They still have speed, uh, but it's not the way that it was when they had Tyreek Hill. So the offense definitely is a little bit different. They are more prone to dropping passes which definitely hurts the numbers for Patrick Mahomes. But really, they're playing with such a great defense. As long as they take care of the football, they're in pretty much every game uh, that comes up. You look at rush yards per game, 49ers at 139. 49ers continue to have success on the ground. Christian McCaffrey had 90 yards last week. When McCaffrey rushes for 75 yards, the 49ers are 12-1 and on the season. So uh, he got 90 versus Detroit, and the 49ers walked away with the win. And they've had other guys step up. Last week, it was Brock Purdy using his legs to get extra yards. When you look over at the Chiefs, it's Ben Pacheco. And Pacheco has been very successful getting the ball on the ground and getting extra yards. So Isaiah Pacheco runs with such physicality. He's going to present some opportunities for the Chiefs to get extra yards after contact. 49ers have to do a very good job this week of making sure when you latch on to Pacheco, you don't stop until you get him to the ground. This is one of those weeks you cannot, uh, you know, not pussyfoot around with him. You have to make sure you get him to the ground and make sure he doesn't get extra yards because he runs so physical and so violent. You have to meet his physicality, and we have to gang tackle. 49ers have to make sure they go in there, they tackle, they hustle to the football. And I think after last week with some of the question marks about a couple of players and their hustle, that's not going to be a problem. The 49ers are going to be going out there like gangbusters but Pacheco presents some interesting uh, opportunities for the Chiefs with that dynamic ability to hit the edge, but also run inside with physicality. And he has pretty good vision. He'll find holes. Uh, so that you see the Chiefs offense, 108 yards. That's 10 yards per game more than 2019, just to give you an idea of how much more efficient the run game is. Of course, in 2019, the Super Bowl, you had the Chiefs rush for 122 yards. 49ers need to keep that number down. Effectiveness stopping the run is what's going to keep your uh, defense able to get off the field on third down. Pass yards per game. 49ers under Brock Purdy have seen a steady uptick. Over 250 yards through the air. Talked about that number you wanted to be, 250 or more, and they're there. So they've had a very efficient offense. Uh, when it comes to passing attempts, Brock Purdy, 32nd best in the league. Uh, so the Fourniers don't throw it very often, but when they do, they have big-time plays. Over 4,000 yards through the, uh, through the air for Brock Purdy, yet he throws the least amount of passes. That's efficiency at its highest rate. When you look over at Patrick Mahomes, the offense has still been doing very well. Only 13 yards difference, and really it's just been a consistent battle for Patrick Mahomes. He's made some really brilliant throws. 
that have been dropped by MVS, Kadarius Tony, and others. And that's got to be frustrating for him, and that's going to be a big part of this football game. Can the 49ers keep enough pressure on those receivers? Not always just pressure on Patrick Mahomes, but pressure on those receivers in their hip pocket, uh, battling them, bodying them, and make them feel uncomfortable. Because when you do that, you have situations like happened last week with Detroit, with Reynolds dropping the football. Opportunities come when you force the issue. 49ers have to force the issue. But Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. He still has weapons with Rice and, of course, Kelsey. And then they do have a pretty good supporting cast. And guys can get the ball in space and make plays. Now, let's look at the quarterback competition. You've got Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes. And uh, both of them very accomplished. Completion percentage, Brock Purdy with the edge, 68.2%, where Patrick Mahomes is at 67.3. When you look at yards, Patrick Mahomes at 4901 and Brock Purdy at 4799. Now, full uh, disclosure, of course, Patrick Mahomes played one extra game having the wild card round. So these guys' numbers are really, really close to each other. Uh, but yards, you can see completion percentage really close. Touchdowns, Brock Purdy, 33 touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, 31, right in the same category. Interceptions, Brock Purdy's done a little bit better taking care of the football. 12 interceptions to Patrick Mahomes, 14. But Patrick Mahomes has not turned over the football in the playoffs. He has been clean. But Brock Purdy has had turnovers in the playoffs. And so Brock needs to make sure no turnovers in the Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo had a really bad interception in 2019 that could have flipped that game completely on his head in favor of the Chiefs. Of course, the 49ers were able to continue to overcome, but you can't have those mistakes against Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. They'll make you pay for it. So keeping that ball protected is important. And for the Chiefs, 14 interceptions for Patrick Mahomes means maybe there's an opportunity. The same way that defense has got to feel they have an opportunity to get a turnover from Brock, 49ers got to feel like they have an opportunity to get a turnover from Patrick Mahomes. And sacks. Brock pretty sacked two more times in Patrick Mahomes, which is interesting. Both of these guys like to extend plays. Uh, both you know, have pretty good offensive lines. I would say the Chiefs have the advantage when you look at some of the players that they have, especially at the center position. And normally with Joe Thune, uh, you have a very good interior offensive line. I think that would be an advantage. But with injuries and things like that, it's probably a little bit closer than it should be. But both quarterbacks do a good job of staying upright, extending plays, getting outside of the pocket, and just getting rid of the football on time like they're supposed to. Uh, so neither one of them sacked very much. If you do get a sack, yeah, that's a big-time play for your defense. Looking at rating, Brock Purdy's at 100.1. Of, co- of course, during the regular season, he was all the way up to 113. But that number's come down during the playoffs. He's had some, some tough games that he's had to work through. Weather when it came to Green Bay. Detroit just making good plays. It was a little bit difficult. Like They were getting pass rush. And so you look over at Patrick Mahomes, he's 95.7, and he's been trending up uh, recently with his play during the playoffs. So you see that Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy's numbers have been pretty equivalent, and that's what they have to be if you're going to have a Super Bowl-caliber team. You have to have a Super Bowl-caliber quarterback. Both of these teams have a Super Bowl-caliber quarterback. Whether you want to call them game changers or game managers, it doesn't matter. There are times during the game where you have to be a game manager, and there's times you have to be a game changer Both of these guys have proven it on multiple levels, whether it was Patrick Mahomes doing what he does and leading the team back from big deficits or it's Brock Purdy making the timely run, the timely throw to lead his team back in two straight games during the playoffs. Both of them have the ability to make big-time plays for their team. 
You look at the offensive DVOA, 49ers were number one, where the Chiefs are number eight. And part of the reason the Chiefs' DVOA is lower uh, than it than you would think is because of their rush offense. Their running attack hasn't been as dynamic as probably they should be with Isaiah Pacheco and a very good offensive line. So the 49ers need to make sure they slow up that Kansas City Chiefs run game. That will give them the opportunity that they need to get off the field on third down. Third down efficiency is going to be huge when this game comes up because the team that can convert on third down is going to stay on the field and keep the opposing offense off the field with all their dynamic playmakers and quarterbacks. And the 49ers are better on third down than Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, The 49ers have been consistently getting better and better and better on third down, even through the playoffs, 48.7% for the 49ers. Uh, That's almost elite. You want it close to 50, they're there. So they're one of the top, you know, uh, two or three teams in the entire league as far as third down conversions. That means you're winning on first and second down to make manageable third downs, and then you're getting those third downs and staying on the field. Uh, Those are huge as far as drives. Those are huge as far as time of possession and keeping the opposing team off the field. Look at the Chiefs. Uh, They're they're 43%. It's still a good number, uh, but definitely not to the level of the 49ers. And I think a lot of that has to do with some of the third and longs that they face and also some of the third and really longs that they face because of penalties on their offensive line. Jawan Taylor uh, gets a ton of penalties for this team. So the 49ers know they're one penalty, one negative play, potentially away from getting off the field. Of course, when you have Patrick Mahomes, he can always make something crazy happen and get the ball down the field to one of his playmakers uh, and get a first down. So you're never out of the water. I think 49er fans know that better than anyone with what Patrick Mahomes can do when the extended play happens. But you see right here, this is one of those times where the 49ers potentially uh, might have an advantage, except for the fact that the 49ers defense uh, isn't as good on third down as you would like to see. 49ers defense at 42% this year, allowing third down conversions. And honestly, through the playoffs, it's gotten a little bit worse. Uh, teams have been able to reel off some pretty big third downs. Detroit Lions were able to get some big third down conversions. Well, the 49ers might have been able to come back sooner. Amon Ross St. Brown, a third and 18. That can't happen. You just got to make sure when you get those opportunities, you get yourself off the field. If there's one real criticism of this 49ers defense, it's got to be their third down effectiveness and getting off the field. In 2019, that 49ers defense uh, only allowed conversions at 33%, which is elite, one of the best in the NFL that season. And so you see the difference. 49ers could get off the field then. Now they struggle to do it. Over the last couple years under D'Amico Ryans, it was mainly third and short they struggled but now it's third in everything that they struggle. So they need to keep this number down, anything close to where the Chiefs sit on the season at 37%, and they will definitely have an opportunity to win this game. But the Chiefs, they're good at getting off the field on third down. 37% has been a, a consistent number for Steve Spagnola in that defense. All the way back in 2019, guess what their number was? 37%. They use an eclectic way to get off the field, whether that is blitzes or just timely disguises in coverage, they confuse quarterbacks and they make it tough. Third and long, that's when they can really just let it go and get after you, uh, whether that is using Chris Jones or George Karloftis. Now, they will have a little bit of a, a problem where they won't have Charles Aminahue. They don't have as much pass rush as they normally would have. Well, maybe that's a help for the 49ers, but they have been really good on third down this season 
and the 49ers got to make sure they can convert consistently on third down. Points allowed. Uh, you see the Chiefs are the better of the two, allowing 16.7 points per game, and they've actually gotten better. They were allowing over 17 points in the regular season. Now, less than. Baltimore Ravens only scored 10 against them, and they've just been fantastic. And the Chiefs' scoring defense has been one of the keys to winning games because that offense wasn't exactly scoring points consistently this season. But when the Chiefs score 21 points, there's a good chance they're going to win. So 49ers are going to have to play timely defense, and they're going to have to try to keep the Chiefs out of the end zone because this Chiefs defense is absolutely stingy of giving up points. This is one of those key matchups. 49ers average 28 points per game. Chiefs give up 16. Where does the rubber meet the road? Is it going to be closer to, what, 20 points like the Chiefs give up? You know, closer to that 16 range? Or will it go up to, like, 24? If it's up to 24, you got to feel like the 49ers have an opportunity to win. Just 20 points or less. That's going to be tough sledding the way the 49ers defense has been playing lately. Now, I do believe the 49ers defense can play better. They only gave up 18.4 points per game. And during the regular season, just over 17 like the Chiefs. The only thing is they've been giving up more points, right? A little bit more to Green Bay, a lot more to uh, the Detroit Lions. But the 49ers know that this is the time you got to just tighten up uh, all the all the screws, you know, dot all the I's, cross all the T's, and just make sure you keep them out of the end zone. So I think you see two tough defenses that don't allow a lot of points. 49ers, if they can keep it anywhere near 20, have an opportunity to win this game. And the same goes for the Chiefs. It's going to be a fun matchup. Uh, defensive yards allowed per game. You see that the Chiefs allow 294. Uh, they don't allow you to get the ball going at all. Under 300 yards is very good. 49ers at 312. This just gives you an overview of what these teams have been doing. Uh, both of them pretty close to the same category, but Chiefs have been the better defense this season, uh, top to bottom when you look at the stats. But 49ers are still right there with them. It's not a huge difference but the Chiefs are a little bit better when you look at the numbers. Uh, pass yards allowed per game, 49ers allow 215. Pass yards per game, Chiefs a superb 181. And the Chiefs have gotten a little bit more yards uh, passed on them in the playoffs compared to the regular season, but a lot of that is how where they've been playing from. The Chiefs have been playing from in front uh, a lot during the playoffs, where during the regular season, there were a lot of times they were playing either even or from behind, and so teams relied on running game and running attack. They didn't throw it as much. Now you're in a situation where uh, you've been playing from in front, so teams are going to throw on you. Look at the 49ers number. That number is inflated by how the 49ers have played this season where they've played from in front. They're good front runners. And so when that happens, yes, teams are going to throw the football more. They're going to get more yardage, and that number is going to inflate a little bit. I bet between the two, you could probably take the 49ers down a little bit, and that would be kind of where they are. Uh, so I wouldn't be shocked if the 49ers, if they were playing closer games like the Chiefs, that pass yardage wasn't down 15 yards per game or so. But when it comes to this game, it doesn't matter. If you get up and you just got to make sure you keep them just getting yards but out of the end zone, then that's significant. And the 49ers do run a bend and don't break style defense. You might get all the way down the field. But if you don't get in the end zone and you end with a field goal, they look at that as a positive in their favor. Of course, they don't want to give up points, but... Uh, you can get as much yardage as you want between you know the 20 and the 40, and they're fine with that. Go ahead, get that yardage, get across midfield, that's fine. As long as you don't walk away with points and you don't walk away with a touchdown, 49ers are feeling pretty good about what their defense just did to you. Let's look at rush yards. 49ers 
uh, allow 97. And, of course, this number has jumped over the last two weeks after Green Bay. It went up five yards from uh, five yards per game from the regular season. And after the game last week against Detroit where they got absolutely gashed, uh, the numbers jumped to 97. So they're going to have to sure up this run defense to make sure that they slow down Isaiah Pacheco, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and maybe Jarek McKinnon. So the 49ers are going to have to make sure uh, they're on their P's and Q's. They can't allow this run game to get to the edge with Pacheco or using Nicole Hardman. We saw that was very effective for the Chiefs in 2022, getting the jet sweeps, getting their players to the outside. They'll also run that with Rasheed Rice as well. So 49ers know they've got to make, they got their work cut out for them against the run. But look over at the Chiefs, and this is a weakness for the Chiefs. The Chiefs are not good against the run. They give up 113 yards per game. So if there was one avenue where the 49ers got to look to attack, it's got to be the rush defense of the Kansas City Chiefs. 49ers averaging 139 yards per game on the ground. And if you can get the ball rolling, and they are missing an interior defensive lineman, they are missing Charles Amenigue, If you can attack their edges and attack where Chris Jones is not, you may have an opportunity to reel off some good run games. If the 49ers can establish a successful running game against Kansas City, it will open up the rest of the offense from play action to allowing Brock Purdy to have extra time to throw the football. So we know how pivotal that's going to be. And let's be honest, no more opportunity than right now to get Christian McCaffrey as many touches as he can. McCaffrey, you don't, he's not playing next week. This is not one of those games you have a snap count on him. You're going to see McCaffrey every single play. And the other person you're going to have to worry about in the run game is Debo Samuel. Uh, Debo's effectiveness against the Chiefs in 2019 can't be ignored. He was getting the ball in counters and reverses and having great success. The 49ers are going to try to take advantage of the willingness of those linebackers to get downhill and stop McCaffrey and use Debo as well. So 49ers, it's going to be a key in this game to run the football against the Chiefs. I look for the Chiefs to try to load up the box and stop the run early, put the onus on Brock Purdy to beat him. But if Brock Purdy proves that he can take advantage of what they're presenting to him, they're going to have to back off. And that's when all bets are off. And that's when this 49ers offense could be truly dynamic. Look at defensive DVOA. Uh, 49ers actually finished fourth. Uh, the Chiefs finished seventh. That's kind of what I was talking about a little bit, about situations in the game. 49ers giving up more yards because it's the last drive and you're running prevent or teams are down 14 and they're trying to come back. And so you, that's why you see the 49ers advantage in the DVOA. But both these teams are very good when it comes uh, to defense and DVOA. Let's look at turnovers. Uh, the Chiefs have 30 giveaways this season. So they have not protected the football. Patrick Mahomes, 14 of those interceptions. So this team fumbles. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is sometimes prone to turning over the football, depending on game. 2019, 49ers had two interceptions against Patrick Mahomes. Also got the ball on the ground two other times. One time, hit from Jimmy Ward. The ball went out of bounds. Another one, Nick Bosa swiped the ball away, and uh, it, was a, it was a sack by Bosa. So 49ers definitely have an opportunity. You just have to force the issue. You have to make sure you cause giveaways. Look at the 49ers. They've done a pretty good job with, as far as giveaways. Brock Purdy equates for uh, 13 of these turnovers. So uh, the 49ers have done a pretty good job of taking care of the ball except for the turnovers by Brock, but that's what happens. You throw 12 interceptions. Uh, you have a couple of you know fumbles on the ground. Some of them you don't get back. So both these teams uh, looking to take care of the football. Chiefs in the playoffs, no giveaways. So 
Uh, they've done a good job of flipping the script on that. And the team that doesn't turn over the football in this game is going to have the best chance to win. Can't have careless giveaways in this matchup. You look at takeaways. The 49ers create more opportunities for turnovers than the Kansas City Chiefs. Where the Chiefs are so good on getting stops on third down, the 49ers are so good at getting a big-time uh, change as far as momentum uh, and a sudden change as far as getting the ball to your offense with these turnovers. Interceptions have been the way the 49ers have done it the most, but just like in last week's game against Detroit, Deshaun Gibson can still get his hand on the ball and get it out, and the 49ers find a way to get turnovers when they need it. Won the turnover battle last week, win the game. So that's exactly what the 49ers are trying to do consistently is win turnover battles, and you see the Chiefs are giving them an opportunity to do so. If the 49ers are able to win the turnover battle, you've got to think they're going to have a good opportunity to win this game. You look at turnover differential, the Chiefs have not been good this season. Uh, they're minus nine. They give away the ball a lot more than they get it. That's not successful football. In fact, this is the worst margin of turnover differential that I've seen for the 49ers the entire season. 49ers are plus 12. Uh, that means they get 12 more turnovers than they do give it away. Where you look at the Chiefs, they're minus nine. Uh, so you look at the difference between the two teams, and it's it's pretty ridiculous. 49ers are plus 21. And that's the largest turnover differential. If turnovers become a factor in this game, 49ers have been the one that's been proven to make the most plays when it comes down to getting turnovers and not turning over the football. Protect the football at all costs and get the ball away from your opponent. That is the key. And then let's look at the special teams real quick. This is advantage Chiefs and advantage Chiefs in a big way. They are number six overall in DVOA, 49ers 25th best uh, last week was a good performance for the 49ers, minus the missed field goal by Jake Moody. But what you saw was Moody kicking it out of the end zone every single time, it limited the effectiveness of the return guys. And then when it came down to it, Mitch Wisnowski punted beautifully, 56-yard punt, fantastic. He's been great. But Moody knocked down every single kick after that that he was supposed to, from field goals to extra points. So you got to feel comfortable right now. Uh, with how the 49ers kicking game looks, but they're going to have to continue to kick the ball out of the end zone and limit the effectiveness of the return games of these opposing teams because that was been a real advantage for these other teams when they've played the 49ers has been the special teams. So, guys, that's the tale of the tape. You find some weaknesses where you can take advantage of for the 49ers, creating turnovers, uh, you know, and the Chiefs, they turn the ball over a lot. Create turnovers in this game, you have a chance to win. When you're talking about run offense, 49ers have an advantage running the football against the Chiefs' run defense. That's going to be pivotal in this game. When it comes to third down, the 49ers have to be able to uh, reach close to 50% against a Chiefs defense that's really good. That's strength on strength. 49ers offense versus Chiefs third down defense, very, very good on both sides. With the Chiefs and the 49ers the other way, uh, Chiefs have an advantage. Getting third downs, 49ers have to get more stops. That's going to be huge. And then can Brock Purdy in this 49ers offense be able to move the ball through the air against a very, very good Chiefs defense? I think it's going to be interesting. So there's strength-on-strength strength matchups. There's some opportunities for each team uh, to be successful. And let's see, can that 49ers defense hold up against the run of the Kansas City Chiefs? If they can limit the effectiveness of Isaiah Pacheco and the rest of that running back group, they're going to have an opportunity to make some plays. If not, uh, that's when Patrick Mahomes and this, this team is so tough to stop. So it's going to be a fun game. I can't wait for the Super Bowl, but there's going to be plenty of content coming out this week. Please like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already on the Push for 5K. 
And this episode is brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. Lots of content. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. And remember, the right way is always the 49ers way. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.